that's discussing the machlekes that we had yesterday regarding the scheduling of Matan Teira. The basic machlekes was regarding Matan Teira, whether it happened on Vav Sivan or it happened on Zion Sivan. And as the Gemara explained, that the basis of the machlekes was, when was Rosh Chodesh Sivan? Was Rosh Chodesh Sivan on Sunday? And then the Teira was given on Shabbos and Zion Sivan? Or was Rosh Chodesh Sivan on Monday and the Teira was given on Shabbos, which would be Vav Sivan? That's machlekes of and Rabbanon. So the Gemara here brings Another raya regarding this subject. Tapa pechesamral, first line. Toshamam, I'll bring you a raya to this. The Tanya we learned, Pesedir Oilam, and the Braisa of Seder Oilam. Nisan Shaboy Yotzi Yisrael Mimitzrayim. The month of Nisan that Yidin left Mitzrayim, Barba also Shachtu Pischeyen. On the 14th day of Nisan, the Yidin Shachted the Karben Pesach. The Chamisha also Yotzu. On the 15th day they left. The Oisei Hayyim Erev Shabbos Hoya. And in this price it says that the day the Yidin left Mitzrayim was on a Friday. We had before in two prices where it said that it was on a Thursday. But now here it says it was on a Friday. Erev Shabbos Hoya. So now the Gemara makes the Cheshben as we already had before here. If Rish Chodesh Nisan is on an Erev Shabbos, that means that Rish Chodesh Ir, which is 16 days later, because Nisan is a full month of 30 days, so Rosh Chodesh Ir is going to be 16 days later, is Chad B'Shava. It's going to be on a Sunday. And then V'Sivin, Ir, is only a month of 29 days, so therefore Sivin would come out Betrei B'Shava. It's going to come out 29 days later, that's going to be on a Sunday. Kashil So this is a question, according to Rabbi Yaisi's, here it, we see that Rosh Chodesh Sivin was on Monday, not on Sunday, so the Gemara says, Rabbi Yaisi answers, like we said before, Homani Rabbanani. This Braise is following the opinion of the Rabbana. Toshama, yet another Braise, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, Bisheni, Olam on the second day of, 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 of Sivan, Moshe Rabbeinu went up, the Yoda, then he came down and told the Eden, as we learned before, he spoke to the Eden, said to them, Vatam Tiyali, Mamlechas Kayanim, right? Vishlishi, and then on the third day, Allah Yaradik went up and he came down and he told him the mitzvah of Akbala. Bidale, then on the fourth day, Yarad, he came down. Vishuv Loi Allah. He did not go up again. Now, this is the day that he told them Prisha to separate from their wives. So the Gemara says, Allah, if he did not go up on this day, Mehechan Yarad, from where did he come down? Ella, so the Gemara corrects this, Brivi Allah Yarad. Even on the fourth day, he also went up and came down. The Chamishi, then on the fifth day, Bana Mizbeach, he built the Mizbeach for the Eden, as it's described in Parshish Mishpatim, they built the Mizbeach, they brought Korbanis, and they prepared them, they went to the Mikveh then, it's described over there in the Tukim. The Ikrival of Karban, the Shishi, then on the sixth day, Lehoya Lepnai, he didn't have any time. He didn't have any time to say anything else to Klal Yisrael. So the Gemara explains, what does this mean he didn't have any time? My love, don't you think the reason he didn't have any time was Mishum Teireh? Because he was preparing for Taita. Uh, sorry, Mishum Taita, not preparing, because the Taita was given on that day. And therefore he had no time, the six days when the Taita was given. So what do we see from here? That Bishishi on the sixth day, on Friday, that's when the Taita was given, on, on Vav Sivan, not on Zion Sivan on Shabbos. So this is a question, of, this is what Rabbi Yaisi himself is speaking here. And Rabbi Yaisi is saying that he didn't have any time on the sixth day. So the Gemara answers, Loi, that's not the reason. It's not that he didn't have time because the Torah was given on that day. Rather, Mishum Torah Shabbos. They were preparing for Shabbos. Don't forget, we learned before in the Gemara, they already had the mitzvah of Shabbos in Moro. So they were preparing for Shabbos before this.
Okay, so this was the end. This is the last raya uh, that the Gemara brings on this subject. And <clears throat> now we move on to other inyan and to the hachana of Matan and all kinds of different things to what happened at the time of Kabbalah Satayra. There's a lot of famous things over here in the Gemara. There's a lot that's spoken about this Gemara, especially in Chesidus and the uh, Rebbe Sichis and Maimonim. There's, uh, there's so much on these Gemaras over here. This person from the Golil, Darshan, and he was standing above Rav Chista, and he said as follows, Blessed is the Eibishter, the Yav orientally saw, he gave us a Teira that's made up of three parts, as Rashi says, the Teira is made up of Teira, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim, and the Teira was given, La'antli soi, to a nation that's made up of three, which is Kainim, Levim, and Yisraelim. Al Yedetli soi, it's given through Moshe Rabbeinu, which was the third in his family, was Miriam, Aaron, and then Moshe. B'yoyimtli soi, on the third day, which as Rashi explains, refers to the third day of when they separated from their wives. So this follows the opinion that it was on the third day, the Rabbanon, not Rabbi opinion, that it was on the fourth day. Uh, in the third month of the year, which is Chaydish Sivin. So the Gemara now explains, This statement over here of this Glilo is following the way that Rabbanon described it, that the Teireh was given on the third day of Prisha, not on the fourth day of Prisha. The significance of the number three, this is something that the Rebbe spoke about countless times. What's the significance of the number three? And the Rebbe would explain this many times based on what it says, you have the first day of the creation, where Chazal tell us, The Eibishter is alone in the world, his unity in the world is very apparent. Then you have the second day of creation, where you have Machloikis that's created, and therefore does not say Kitoiv on the second day. And then you have the third day of creation, where it says Kitoiv twice, to bring together what exists in creation, and unify it back with its source, Lamaila, with the Eibishter. That's the concept of three to bring together back the two entities. And that's ultimately the whole purpose of Teireh. The whole purpose of Teireh with the number of three is to bring together the one and the two, the Eibishter and the creation, to join them back together as the Lashon that's always brought, to take off the separation between al and Tachtainim. That's the significance of the number three. And the Eden stood below the mountain. So the Gemara Darshans, when it says Tachtis, it means they were literally under the mountain. Omer Abdimi Barchome Barchase, Melamed, this Pasik teaches us, Shekofa Kadesh Baruchu Aleim Esahar. They wish to lift it up the mountain and then had it over them, Kigigis, that they're on, they were under it like under a barrel. Va'amalehem, and he said to the Eden, if you're going to accept it, then it'll be good. But if not, Shom Teheik Furaschem. Here is where you're going to be buried. So the Eden were, so to speak, coerced into accepting the Teireh. In Chassidus, this Gemara is brought and interpreted that it's referring to the fact that the Eibishter revealed himself to the Eden to such a great extent. The love and the connection that the Eibishter has to the Eden was so powerful and so strong that the Eden felt overwhelmed, felt forced into that relationship where there was no way out. When, you, when somebody showers you with so much love and reveals the connection that he has to you, so kamayim upon upon him, you feel like you have no choice, so to speak, to go any other place. That's the deeper meaning of what the Gemara really means over here. Yeah, there's the famous Taisus over here that asks the question that if the Eden already said Nasev and Ishma, why did they have to be kaifa aleim, the har kegigis, right? So one of the things that it says in Chassidus, B'Shem the Balshemtiv, that ever brings us in the Ha'ara of a Maimer is, even after a person says Nasev and Ishma, which is the greatest level of acceptance, as we'll see later in the Gemara, 
Nasa v'nishma, it's the greatest thing, but nevertheless, whatever a person is humanly accepting has limitations. The kof aleim ha'kagigis is the Ebeshter connecting us to him from above. That the Ebeshter says, this is who you are, whether you like it or not, whether you accepted it or not. It's not based on your acceptance. That's something that's even more powerful than the greatest acceptance that Yidin can do. And that's something that will carry Yidin through the most difficult moments in Golos or any other challenges. That they'll remember this moment and this is the Koyach, that it's, it's Mumayla. It's not our choice. This is who we are. Omer Rabbah says about this, Mikan From here we have a, a big taina, uh, a big question, or a big Meidor uh, Rabbah that the Yidin could say, an answer that the Yidin could say regarding them keeping the taina. They can always say that it's not something that we willingly accepted. They just forced us into it. This is all based on what happened at the time of Matan Taira. But now the Gemara says, Omar Rabbah, Rabbi said, And then the Yidin did accept the Taira again at the time of Achashverish. So what's the meaning of Kimu Vikiblu? The Pasuk is written out of order. First you accept and then you fulfill. It should have said Kiblu Vikimu. So the Gemara Darshan is, Here they were accepting again the Taira that they had already fulfilled before, but it was given to them, Mumayla, the Ebishter forced them, so to speak, to accept the Teireh, but now at the time of Meach HaShvedish, he didn't accept the Teireh again. So the famous Pshat that it says on this in Chassidus is, and many other places, that Peshas Matan there was a revelation from above, that the Eden were not ready for this, the Eden were, came just from Mitzrayim, from Ervis Aretz, from the tomb of Mitzrayim, and here this came from above, that the Eden, so to speak, were forced into accepting the Teireh. Meach HaShvedish, when the Eden war in a time of an Asayan, and there was a darkness, there was no base of Mikdash, there was no revelations from above, and the Eden accepted it from their own, that's a different level of acceptance. That's, the kind, that's a full acceptance that comes from below that the Eden, by their own choice, accepts this. So if you take a look in Rashi, it says, that they accepted it out of love for the miracle that David should perform. That's actually a different shot than what I just said. But the way the Alter Rebbe teaches it, the way Chesidus teaches it, based on the Lashon of the Gemara, that because of the decrees of Achashverish and of Haman, and that is a time of darkness, and then the Eden accepted it, this is a much deeper acceptance that comes from the Eden below, much more than what happened at Matan when it was a time of revelation from above. What's the pshat on this that it says in the pasuk? Mishamayim hishmata din. From heaven you heard din and eretz yara v'shakata. The land is, uh, tre- is is trembling, is fearful, and the land calms down. What's the pshat on this? Im yara If the land is fearful, why is it calm? Vim shakata. And if it's calm, loma yara. Why is it afraid? Ella. So rather the pshat of here is as follows. Bitchilo yara. In the beginning, the world was frightened. But in the end, the world calmed down. Why was the world afraid in the beginning? As Eishlokish said. What is the meaning of this that it says? There's an added hey over here that it says on the sixth day of creation that it does not say by the other days. Hey, you say it alamali. What is that extra day hey doing there? Malamid, this teaches us. David made a condition with the creation of the world. It said to them as follows. If Yidin will accept the Teire, then you will continue to exist. And if not, I return you to Teire, to, to pre-creation. 
So therefore the world was, so to speak, frightened. What's going to happen here? Are you even going to accept the Torah? The point over here is that the existence of the world without a Torah, without the Eden, accepting the Torah, serving the Eivishter, making a dwelling for the Eivishter in this world, the world has no, no purpose of existing. So therefore, if, without Eden accepting the Torah, there is no world. And the Chiddush over here in this Gemara is that the Eden accepting the Torah and Eden uh, fulfilling the Torah or Mitzvah is not this added feature to the existence of the world. In other words, the world exists. The world is here. And now the Eden come along and accept the Torah and fulfill Torah mitzvahs. This is a, a, a condition that the whole existence of the world, the Chathila, depends upon this. This is part of what the whole existence of the world is about. Without this, the world has no credibility to exist. That's the Yara Vishakata that the Pasik is talking about nishma. At the time that the Eden said Nasa Nishma, and they said Nasa before Nishma. So 600,000 Malachim came to all of the Yidin, and tied to each one of them two crowns. One is for Nasa and one is for Nishma. So in many of my modern Chassidus, there's the Diak over here that it says that one was for Nasa and one was for Nishma, which would seem that whether Nishma was before Nasa, when the Nasa was before Nishma, it didn't, doesn't make a difference. One crown was for Nasa and one crown was for Nishma. But the beginning of the statement it says, Bisho that it's only because Igdimu Nasa le Nishma. So the Pshat that Chesidah says is that really Nishma is when a person hears, listens, and, and serves the Eivishter with his intellect, with his understanding. That's not a kind of a acceptance that deserves a crown. That's something that a person understands rationally and accepts because he understands it. Nasa is when a person says, I'm going to do it even before I understand what it's about, but I'm going to do it because I'm totally nullifying myself to Hashem's will. The Nasa is what deserves a crown. But once the Eden said Nasa first, and then the Nishma follows afterwards, so then it's not the same kind of a Nishma. Then the Nishma is that if the Abisha wants us to learn and understand as well, I'll do, the, I'll do that also. So now the Nishma deserves a crown as well if it follows after the Nasa. Now once the Eden sinned, this is the Chet Egel, Yordu Mei of Esrim Ribay Malachi Chabola. 120,000, Mei of Esrim Ribay, it's not 120,000, it's, it's double 600,000. It's Mei of Esrim Ribay. Malachi Chabola, the negative forces of Malachim came, Opirkum, and removed the crowns of Klal Yisrael. So Taisus over here says, to give the crowns, need one Malach per every single year, to give them two crowns. But to remove the crowns, it's not so easy. To take away those crowns from Klal Yisrael, you need double the amount of Malachim to do that. Shenem, as the Postic says, And the Eden were empty. They were, the crowns were removed from them at Har Chayrev, at Har Sinai. At Chayrev, which is Har Sinai, the Eden were given these crowns, and Bechayrev Parku. And by Mahar Sinai, it was removed from them. As we just said, that the Malachim came and gave them the crowns. And Bechayr of Parku, and Bechayr was removed. As it says, And the Eden was removed from the Eden. Rabbi Yechenen said, Now, what happened to all these crowns? Meishe Rabbeinu was Zeichen and took all of these crowns. Because it says right after this, Moshe took all to his tent. So Moshe Rabbeinu was Zeichen, all of these levels, these, the revelation of these crowns, all went to Moshe Rabbeinu. 
in the future will return us the revelation of these crowns, as it says regarding the Gula Yushuvun, and the, those that the Abishal will redeem will be returned, Ubo Birina, and will come to Tsiyim with joy, the Simchas Oilam Al Raisham. And the Simchas Oilam will be upon their head. Simcha Shemei Oilam, that joy from from Yesteryear from Amal will be al Rayashim will be on their head. said When the Eden said Omra, a Basko came out and announced and said, said to Yidin, who revealed to my children this secret? which the Malachi Asharis used this. The the Pasik says regarding the Malachim, Barhu Hashem Malacha, bench the Abish, the Abish benches is Malachim, Gibayre Kayach, Aisa Devaray, Lashmaya Bakal Devaray. So the order in the Pasik here is Biresha Aisei, first it says they do, and Bahadalishmaya, and then it says they listen. So this is the, the, the conduct of the Malachim that Eden took. And Khsidis Taiches, Mi Gila Labonai Raza, Mi, the word me. Is, is the source from this revelation actually. Me refers to a, a place which cannot, is unidentifiable. It's a source of a place that's very high beyond the norm, normal reach of a person. So me, David is saying, me, gilo labane raza. The source of this revelation comes from the level of me. What's the prat of this that it says? This is a pasuk in Shira Shirim. The Gemara here soon is going to bring a few different psukim in Shira Shirim. So we have the katapuach, like an apple, in the on the trees in the forest. Why are Yidin compared to an apple? It's to tell you, just like when it comes with an apple, the fruit begins to blossom. The buds of the fruits come out first before the leaves. Af Yisrael, so too it's true with Yidin, Higdimu Nasal Anishma. Yidin also responded in the unusual order and they said, We're ready to do even before we know what it's about. Taisis over here says that we can see by apple trees that it's not the case, that the leaves come out before the fruits. And therefore, Taisis says that the Tapua here refers to an esteric tree. Since the esteric is on the tree, around the year, it can remain on the tree for a very long time. So even after there's no leaves on the tree, the esterig is always there. So therefore the esterig is on the tree before the leaves. Hahu mina, there was this min, this apikaitis. The chazi lerave, he saw rave as follows. The kama'ayim b'shmaita. He was thinking deeply into his learning. V'yasve atzba'asa didei tusikara. And he was positioned in a way that his fingers were below his, he was below his feet. And he was squeezing his hands. And there was blood that was flowing out of his fingers. And he didn't even notice because he was so intensely involved in his learning. So Rava says to, so sorry, this Min says to Rava, You're a nation that's, uh, that's Paziza, that's going, going too quickly, that's very impulsive. The Kadmisu Pumaichalu when it came to Matan you allowed your mouth to respond quickly and accept the Teda before you allowed your ears to listen what it's about. Akati kaimisu, and you still have that nature, that that the nature to go quickly is still here, as you see, is witnessing the way Rava is learning. That he's he's so engaged in his learning that he's totally doesn't, is not aware of what's happening with himself. And he continued. He said, Bireshe mishma. 
First, you should have listened and to see, are you able to accept this or not? Is, is this something you, is realistic for you to fulfill? And if not, if it's not a possible, then you won't accept it. That should have been your attitude. Malay, so Rava answered him and said, No. Anan, the Saginan Musa. We that are walking in a, in a uh, complete, sincere path, as Rashi here says we, says, we go with a sincere heart, like someone that does out of love, that he's completely connected. Ksivban, regarding us, it says, Tumas Yishorim Tanchem. The sincerity of those that walk in the straight path, the Abisha guides them. Hanachinshi, these individuals, the Sgan Ba'ali Lusa, they walk in a crooked path with trickery and so on. Ksivbuhu, regarding them, it says, Those that go salaf off the path, so Yishtem, the Abishta, causes them harm. The Abishta doesn't protect them. What is the pshat of this that it says? The Abishta tells Yidin, that the Yidin came close with their hearts to the Abishta. The Yidin are compared to a kala. Livavtani, you have meinayich. You have, you have loved me with your hearts, and you, you came to this by seeing with one of your eyes. So here it says, with one of the Eden saw with one of their eyes. In the beginning, when Eden connected, when Eden were makabal the Torah, was with one eye. But once the Eden fulfilled Torah, that's when the connection is complete with both eyes. Dr. Gamaravaita said, Aluva Kala. The Kala is embarrassed, which is she's Mizana Betoy Chuposa. If while she's still there by the celebration of the Chuppah, she's already going to have a relation with somebody else. And that's what happened over here by the Yidin, that he there, Mamish, right by the celebration of Matan Taira, the Yidin went and served the Egel. Omer Av Mari Bereide Bas Shmuel, Micro, what's the Posak for this? It says in Shira Shirim, this is a continuation of the Psukhan that was quoted before. At Shahamelech be Mesiboy. <clears throat> the king is still by the festive meal, by the party. There's the perfume of the kala that she's using for an, 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 an inappropriate purpose. But then Rav said about this, The love, though, that exists between us and the Eivishter is still there. Because in the continuation of that Pasuk, it says, in the continuation of that pasuk, it says "nirdi nosan reichai." So it uses the term "nosan." It gives the smell. It gives the smell of this perfume that was used negatively. It doesn't use the term "hisriach," which would mean a very negative uh, term "hisriach," that a foul smell that was used completely negatively. Because the love between Eden and the Eibushter is still present even after the Egel. Ton Rabbanu, we learned in another brayse. So the Bach here is Gaidis Hane Elovin. Those people that get embarrassed, and they don't embarrass back somebody else. They hear somebody else in that, that's uh, embarrassing them. And they don't respond. People that serve the Ebesha with love. People that accept any pain that they have with joy. Regarding these individuals, the Pasuk says, Those that love the Eibishter will be as mighty as the sun that will come out in its fullest strength when Mashiach will come. Daltareb and Tanya brings this Gemara and Perik Chavav and explains that those people that are smechen b'yisurin and the other people that are mentioned over here when Mashiach comes, the hidden revelations of the Eibishter will be revealed, the Nistaris, or in this case the, the, the Shemesh, the hidden 
The revelation of the Ebesh will be revealed and they will be zeichet to experience this. What's the plan of this that it says in the Pasuk? Hashem, Yitin, Oimer, the Abish's words came out, came forth. What's this Tzavarov? So the Pasuk, the Mara explains, that is, all the words that the Abish spoke by Harsinai, Nechlak, Lashivim, Lashainis, was divided and was explained, was heard in 70 languages. Tana, that's the Tzavarav. It was explained for all the nations of the world to understand. Tana, the Beit Rabbi Shmol, said a similar thing. Okay, Patish, he fights it, Selah. There's a Pasuk that compares the Teire to a hammer that's smashing a rock. Ma Patish Zeh, Nechlak Lekamen just like with a hammer when you're smashing the rock. So the rock divides into many slivers, or other Rishayim actually say, if the rock is very hard, so then it's the hammer that's going to divide in many pieces. As it's mashma the lashon of the Gemara, the patish, the hammer itself divides in pieces. Af kol dibu v'dibu shiyatzim v'pia kadosh baruch hu. All the words that the Eved spoke, nechlak l'shivim l'shainis, were divided into seventy languages. Amar Rav Chanan about Pape Ma'odichsev. What is the plan of this that it says? Shamu ki negidim adaber. Listen, because I will speak princely words. Lama nimshlu divre teirik nagid. Why is the words of teirik compared to a prince? to say to you as follows, just like a prince, he has the power to, to, to uh, bring death, to kill, and to bring life, so to the words of Teire, the words of Teire can bring about death, and it also brings life. This is what Rava said, those that are there in the Teire, on the right side of Teire, now they have the right attitude in learning Teire. Sama Dechaya, this is a, a, a potion of life. And Ashi over here says that this refers to people that learn Teire properly, they, they are Ma'ayin in Teire, and Ashi actually adds what this means is Ladas Soido, that when a person knows, learns Teire, he learns it also to know the secrets of Teire. In other words, he doesn't only learn the halachas of Teireh, but he also learns pnimiyas of Teireh, the secrets of Teireh. That's called my minimba. Okay? Those that are on the left of Teireh. In other words, they, their attitude to Teireh is sort of left-handed, with a weak approach to Teireh. They're learning Teireh, but they don't learn the secrets of Teireh. They don't learn chassidus, basically. So then, sama de maisa. The Teireh could turn into a sam, a poisonous thing, that a person learns Teireh just to inflate his own ego. And he doesn't learn Teireh with the right attitude. Dover Acher, another Pshat, Negidim, princes, princely words, called Dibu V'dibu, Sheyatsam Epiyah Kaddish Baruch Every word that came out of the Ebesh's mouth, Kaishrim Loi Shnei Ksonim. There were two crowns that were tied to it. Om Rabbi Shua Ben Levi, Rabbi Shua Ben Levi said, Ma'od Echsev, what is the Pshat of this that it says in the Pasik? Tzreir Hamer Daidi Li Bein Shada Yolim. So the Pasik means of here as follows. Master of the universe, even though that we sinned by the Egel and uh, we uh, rebelled against the Ebishter, nevertheless, the Eden say that we are still connected to the Ebishter, between the Ebishter's bosoms, so to speak, the Eden are still connected to the Ebishter. That's, this is a Pasuk in Shira Shirim. Now the Gemara continues with the next Pasuk in Shira Shirim. Uh, Eshkoil, 
What is the Pshat in this Pasik? So the beginning of the Pasik, it says, Eshkoil means Misha Hakoil Shaloi, the one that everything belongs to him, referring to the Eibishter. Hakoifer means Mechaperli, the Eibishter atones for me. And then when the Pasik, Doidili, the Eibishter, my beloved, the Eibishter atones for me. And when it says in the Pasik, Bekarmi En Gedi, what does this mean? Al Oven Gedi. On this avayde, uh, this not avayde, sorry, on this sin of of gedi, gedi, referring to the to the cheta egel that the Eden sinned, shekaramti li, which I gathered to me. The Eden gathered these avedes, and, and then the Eibush came and forgave them. My mashma, the high karmi lishne the machnish. From where do we see that the word karmi would be to gather? Usually, the word karmi kara means a vineyard. Over here, the word karmi means that he didn't gather the sins of the Chet Egel. So the Gemara brings an expression where we find, There's a Lashon that's used in a Mishnah, A chair of the launderer, That you gather on it the clothing. So you see the word karmim could also mean to gather. Another Pasuk yet in Shira Shirim. What's the Pshat on this that it says? His cheeks. Or like arugas um, abaisim, a pile of uh, of besamim. Kal dibu v'dibu sheyatsam epiyah kadosh baruchu. Every word that the just spoke, nis by the aseres adibris, nismala kol ha'elam kulei besamim. The entire world was filled with besamim. V'kivin shemidibu rishay nismala. So the Gemara asks, so if when the just spoke the first time, the entire world was filled with the the, the smell of the besamim. So dibu sheni lehechan halach. So by the second Dibro, why was there a need to fill the world again with Pesam and where did that smell go to? And it says the Gemara, The Ebishter brought a wind from his treasures, and the Ebishter removed the smell that came from the first Dibro and brought in a new Pesam. And then each, each additional Dibro, the Ebishter removed the smell from the previous Dibro and brought in again. Shenemar Sifsaisov, Sheishanim, Neitreis, Meir, Eiver. Neitvis Meir Eiver, it's dripping Meir Eiver, which refers to Meir as Besamim. What does it mean, Sifseisav Shoishanim? So simply the title is, of his lips are with flowers. Al Tikri Shoishanim Elo Sheshoinim. The word over here should be read, Sheshoinim, that the Eivishter repeated this again and again. He brought the Besamim again and again because the Eivishter removed the Besamim that was there from before. Omer Rav Yeshua ben Levi, another statement Rav Yeshua ben Levi said regarding Matan Teireh. Kol dibu v'dibu shiyatzam api HaKadosh Baruch Hu, every word that the Ebesh spoke. Yatzase nishmosan shal Yisrael, the Eden's neshama flew out of their body. Shenema nafshi yatza, my soul left me b'dabre when the Ebesh spoke. Therekta gemara umeacha shimidibu rishi yatzase nishmosan. So if after the first dibur, the Eden's Nishama left them, so So then the second Dibur, when the Ebesh spoke again, how How did they receive this again? Answers the Gemara, The Ebesh brought a Tal, a Du, which is going to be used in the future for Tchiyas HaMesim, and the to revive them. Where do we see that there was a Tal? Shanamar, it says in the Pasuk in Tilim, Geshem Nedavais, that there was Geshem Nedavis, there was rain that came from above, and the, to Nachalascha, to your inheritance, that refers to the Eden, when the Eden were Nila, the Eden were tired, the Eden over here had to be revived, and they should revive the Eden. So it's interesting, the Gemara starts off with Tal, that it was a dew, and then it brings a Pasik where it says that it was rain, which is not exactly the same as dew. 
dew comes from above and the rain comes from the cloud that comes from, from below and goes up Lamaila. That causes the rain. There's a Maimer from the Rebbe, uh, the Shavuos Tavshim Mvav, where the Rebbe explains this, that there's two Madregas in Teireh. There's the Tal of Teireh, which refers to the secrets of Teireh that comes from above. There's the Geshem of Teireh, the rain of Teireh that comes from below. And here the Gemara is hinting to the combination between the two. Another thing Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, every word that Abisha, every dibur that Abisha spoke, by Aseres Adibris, Chazru Yisrael Achirein, the Eden was thrown back, Yud Beis Mil, 12 Mil, and the Malachi Ashores brought them back, like, a, like the, as Rashi over here explains, like a mother that holds the hands of a child that's just beginning to walk to the Malachim supported the Yidin and brought them back to Matan Teireh. Shenema Malchei voice Yidoidun Yidoidun. Altikri Yidoidun, not that they walk themselves, Eli Yidadun. They are bringing others. They brought the Yidin back to Matan Teireh. Om Rabbi Yishuah ben Levi, another thing Rabbi Yishuah ben Levi said, This is the famous Gemara that explains hey, what happened when Moshe Rabbeinu was at Har Sinai. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai to receive the Teireh. Um, let me read it again. I could skip the line of here again. Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi b'shosh ala Moshe l'madayim when Moshe Rabbeinu came up to receive the Torah. Amru Malachi Ashar Zafner Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Malachim said today, "Bishter Ribayin Shalayla, Master of the Universe, Mali Eludisha Beinenu. What's a human being doing here amongst us?" Amalan the Ebishter answered, "The Kabbal Torah ba. He came to receive the Torah." Amru Lafana the Malachim said today, "Bishter Chamuda Genuza Shegenuza Lacha." So this hidden treasure that you have hidden for all these generations, 974 generations, before the world is created, an atom of Akash Vidam, and you want to give it to a human being of flesh and blood. What greatness, what importance is there to a human being that he has any chshivas that you want to give them the Torah? Hashem Adinenu, the Eivishter, our master, You should place your glory in the heavens. You leave the Torah here in, in the heavens, not in the Gashmis in the world, to the Eden, to the flesh, uh, flesh and blood. The Eivishter says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Give them an answer. So Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Eivishter, Rabbeinu Shalayla, Mesiyarani, I'm afraid, Shema Yisrafuni Behevel Shabbat they're going to burn me with the fire that there is in their mouth, with the heat in their mouth. Hold on to my throne of glory, the and give them an answer. Shanam Adapostik says, Hold on to the throne, and Abish spreads out his uh, cloud on Moshe Rabbeinu. Rab Nochem, Rab Nochem said, Melamed, this Postik teaches us, Shepirish. Shakai miziv shchinosai. The Eibush spread out from the from the ray of his shchina. That's what parshas means. This, the, the ray of his shchina of ananay olav, and this was a cloud over Moshe Rabbeinu to protect him. Am a lot of fun of. So now Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Rebbeinu shalayla, master of the world, Teira shatanayisinli, the Teira that you are giving me maxiv ba." What does it say in the Teira? Anoichi Hashem alakach hashetzisicha meretz mitzrayim. Am a lehen. So he said to the malachim, "Lemitzrayim yiradatem." Did you guys go down to Mitzrayim? Leparoi, leparoi yishtabatem. Did you uh, ever work for Paroi? 
So why is this Taita here for you? What else does it say in the Taita? They should not have any Avedizara that you serve. Are you living amongst the nations of the world that serve Avedizara? What else does it say in the Taita? Remember to sanctify the day of Shabbos. Do you, have, do you have days of the week that you work, that you have to rest on the seventh day? Shuv Maksivba, what else does it say in it? Leisisa, that you should not um, uh, speak the Ebesh, say the Abish's name in vain. Do you have any business dealings? Do you have any Masomatan uh, amongst you? Shuv Maksivba, what else does it say? Kabbadis Avicha Vesimecha, you should honor your father and your mother. Aveim Yeshlochem, do you have a father and mother? Shuv Maksivba, what else does it say in it? Leisirzach, Leisinov, Leisignov. Kine yesh b'neichem, do you have jealousy amongst you? Yitzahara yesh b'neichem, do you have a Yitzahara amongst you? Yad, hoideloy la'kadosh baruchu. Immediately the Malachim agreed to the Meishra Abeinu. They agreed to the Eibishter's plan to give the Torah to Yidin. Shanemar Hashem adeneinu ma'ad ha'shimcha v'goymer. In this passage it says, ma'ad ha'shimcha, how powerful the Eibishter is. And it says, b'cholo aretz. In the world, on the earth, over here it does not say that they said that you should give your Torah in the heavens. We're going to finish with the two dots. All of the malachim became Moshe Rabbeinu's friend, and they gave him something. You went up to the Ebeshter Shavisa Shevi, and you captured from there. And you received gifts. That they refer to you as Adam. In other words, in the beginning, they embarrassed you. You said, you're only a human being, a flesh and blood. Because of that, because you were called Adam, so there, later, they, to, they gave you gifts. Even the Malach also gave him something. had the that he used to atone for the nation. The Apostle says, he, he, When there was a plague amongst Eden, he used the Ketairas that to stop the plague. He loved Amale, if not for the Malach Hamavis, the Yetzahara himself that told this to Moshe Rabbeinu, he wouldn't have known about this. So, in this last piece of Gemara, I just quickly mention what the Rebbe says. There's all kinds of things that Moshe Rabbein over here says to the Malachim that this does not apply to you, and therefore you can't have the Tayyid is not for you. It's Mitzrayim. All these things are only for people that are made of a flesh of blood. So the Rebbe says, if you pay attention to all these different things that Moshe Rabbeinu says, why does he go through the entire list? Because there's basically three categories that Moshe Rabbeinu is addressing here. There's the fact that Eid has a physical body. Taita only applies to someone with a physical body. There's the fact that a person has a nefesh of Bahamas, an evil, an, an, an evil inclination. The taivas that a person has. And all these things. And then there's the fact that a person has his portion in the world, the Gashmias in the world that he has to deal with, the nations of the world around him that he has to engage with, which is the Yen of Avedizara. So the, th- the things that Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking about is addressing these three components of a Yid here in this world that the Taita is addressing, and therefore it's Shaykh only to Yidin and not to Malachim.